You're on ten on your guitar. Where can you go from there? Where? I don't know. Nowhere, exactly. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Uh, put it up to 11. 11, exactly. One louder. Why don't you just make 10 louder and make 10 be the top number and make that a little louder? These go to 11. another Ed Talks. I am your co-host Maggie Koval, Business Development Officer here at 11 Design Co. I am with uh, my co-host Evan Jones. Yeah, I'm the Digital Content Director at 11 Design Co. And today we are joined by this Southern native and graduate of uh, the University of Louisville. Uh, so he migrated to the Minneapolis Twin Cities areas, not for real estate, but for his second love, basketball. And then after working with the Minnesota Timberwolves for a few years, he decided it was time to finally scratch the itch and start a career in real estate. Today you can find him searching for the best Southern food in Minneapolis or sipping on a fine glass of bourbon. A very warm welcome to Jerron Smith. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you. Insert. Oblige. <laughs> Oblige. Much obliged. I'm excited. <laughs> it's great to have you, man. Thank you. Yeah, glad to be here. I had to be on here. I was excited from the first and I even told you guys like I have to be on <laughs> yeah. so I didn't know what I needed to do I wanted to make sure that I was on the podcast so I'm excited I know here you are third guest yeah. third time's the charm it's Dreams gonna be the best one. that's my second favorite number is three really yeah. what's your what's first, your first? seven why I don't know I think oh, it's just okay. <laughs> I think it's because my brother had the number seven in sports yeah and I just like wanted to be like my brother 100%. That's awesome. Um, because he did everything. And I don't know, I just kind of stole it from him at times. And plus, it was always around the house, so it was easier to have just jerseys around. So. Yeah. Is your brother older? Yeah. 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 10 years older. 10 years oh, older. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's a big age gap. Yeah, but I still. I, I'm not the, the little brother because I'm a little taller than him. Uh, there you go. Nice. Definitely more, look, you know, better looking than him if you, if you ask me, but, you know, he'll that's, tell you different. That's got to be crushing for him. <laughs> <laughs> to have the baby brother come along 10 years later, he thinks yeah. he's got to, like, nail down. He's, like, yeah. taller, more handsome. Yeah. <laughs> I tell him he's just, it's fine. You know, you're the little brother, but it's okay. <laughs> Does your brother like bourbon as much as you do? Oh, yeah. Our whole entire family. I would say for for the most part, we could literally put you could put just small glasses of bourbon, and all of us we compete and say we know exactly what brand right. it is. Really, I could probably do it for you. Yeah, we should have done that. We done oh, that. Yeah. next time. Next yeah. time. When you next come time. back, we can do it behind like an after. Five. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I can tell you for sure if it's like a big name brand or if it's just like yeah. you know just some small distillery. I think I could do Maker's Mark, and that would be like. The oh yeah, that's one. that's kind yeah. of like the it's like the Coca Cola. Like yeah. Everything goes with that, but yeah. it's like it's it's the the staple, I guess you could say. Yeah, you could pretty much tell the difference. What's your favorite bourbon? That's a hard question. I would say probably Woodford Reserve is, mm -hmm. is, is at. I, I think not only that, just because of the taste, but also just what it means because it, it runs everything when it comes to Kentucky Derby. Oh, like, okay. Yeah, like Woodford Reserve is always one of the biggest sponsors that's there. Uh, most of the, the mint juleps are all made with it. So it just always reminds me of that time. So when I drink, it's like, home I guess yeah. you could say. Is, so. that, is the derby like this weekend? No, it's like 
May. It's like the first week, first Saturday of May. Okay, so we're like two yeah. weeks out. Yeah, so it's pretty close. Yeah. Pretty Did close. you do a big party? I don't okay. know if I'm I'm to the point where I may actually go. Still trying to figure that out. But otherwise, yes, for sure, party. Like this year, go to the actual party. Oh yeah. yeah. <gasps> Have you been before? Oh, one hundred percent. Oh. So since the pandemic, I've well before the pandemic, I've been to or attended the Derby probably since I was little. No I way. Would say. That's that was, so that's cool. one of the things that I could, that I've always said. But and it's just it's so it's not really a local thing. The day before, it's called Oaks. And that's very similar to Derby, but it's more the locals that are there. Most of mm-hmm. people in Kentucky. Uh, that's a lot. I would say for me, that's a lot more fun than Derby is. Derby, it's 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 hyped because everyone and their moms are there. But uh, yeah, it's that whole entire like couple weeks leading up to Derby, just in Louisville, Kentucky. It's amazing. It's a madhouse. Everyone's having fun. Everyone's there. It's 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 really cool. Right? So when did you move up to Minnesota? 2014. Oh, okay. So you've been here a while. Yeah, for a little Almost bit. Almost 10 years. Yeah, I think I got my winter skin. And you Bishy. came... <laughs> yeah, right? Bishy. I don't know if you Bishy. ever get used to the winter. No. no. I'm a native Minnesotan and I still can't stand <laughs> still that. I've been here since 2013 and, and every year I get surprised by how bad the winter is. <laughs> this year especially. This yeah. winter really got me. Yeah. Waking yeah. up with snow this morning was not ideal. Yeah, then last night or just yesterday didn't make any sense to me. I was really confused. It's a very weird day yesterday. <laughs> but that's just Minnesota. That's Minnesota. That's miserable. Yeah. So did you originally come up to Minnesota to work with the Timberwolves? I or did. okay, so you got a job offer and you're yeah. like, I'm making the move. Yeah. What was that like? That was it was the funny thing about it is is that the person that hired me kind of, you know, I reached out in general, they worked with some of the people I worked with previously when I worked for uh, a sports marketing agency in the collegiate uh, division. And he was just trying to do something brand new. He was, you know, from East Coast and wanted a whole new just department of people with different minds because, you know, at that point when the Timberwolves, you know, was the the organization wasn't where they are today, definitely where they are today. So he just wanted people of just different minds and things like that. And, um, yeah, it was an interesting conversation because I never really thought about moving to Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, Ever. I don't think most people do. <laughs> yeah. That's not number Ever. one. The coldest I could remember, especially in Kentucky, is maybe you know in the 30s, but then <laughs> that afternoon it gets maybe to 50s. Oh. Never seen a snowed like Christmas. Oh yeah. So I I didn't really know. So the funny part is that the day that I moved up, it was snowing. It's kind of magical. Nice. It was weird because it was like, <laughs> okay, maybe not magical, yeah. but weird. <laughs> I was like, what is this stuff? Like, yeah. what is this? It doesn't make any sense. So, I yeah, it was it was definitely a transition. It was the first time I worked in professional sports, and um, too, because collegiate compared to professional, so different, so much of a different world. Um, but the I, the contacts and the networking that you have within pros is just on another level. Sure and it's not just people in sports. It's just, you know, people within business owners and, you know, top 500, you know, Fortune 500 yeah. companies, which I had no idea there was a lot here in Minneapolis. Yeah. Uh, so it was a lot of contacts that were created. So it was, a, it was a hard adjustment, not just because of the weather, but it was a different adjustment just because of just the clientele that I was working with. For sure. Do you know anybody when you moved up here? No, not a oh, wow. single person. 
asshole. Not a single person. Did you immediately live in Minneapolis or did you start in like the suburb and move here? Yeah, I actually lived in Shakopee, which was very familiar to me because you had Canterbury. Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> so happen. I felt like that was home. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 and I went there a few times too. It wasn't the same, but still just being around a horse track was really cool. But uh, yeah, that area was... It reminded me of just kind of of Kentucky, just in, mm-hmm. you know, still, still um, farmland and stuff. But, um, yeah, once I moved downtown, that was a big game changer for me because I was already just commuting back and forth to come downtown to Target Center. But once I moved downtown, I really understood, like, what Minneapolis was about. Yeah. I really didn't understand that while I was working with the Wolves because I was head down. It was if it was game day. Nothing else really mattered. It was just always in the arena. But once I moved, that that's when I was like, whoa, this city's actually really cool. Yeah. yeah. We got some yeah. cool culture here. Yeah. And good, yeah. good restaurants, good spots. Yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. And you're always on the search for Southern food here in oh, Minneapolis. Oh, yes. 100%. That's Have you sure. found any that, like, even compete with? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, real Southern that's food? That's a hard question. I'm going <laughs> to yeah. make some people probably really mad. Maybe, maybe give us just, like, your, your favorite Southern style. Oh, wow. Favorite. Um. Yeah. Butcher's Tail, that yeah. was that that's that's one right now that really really competes just mm-hmm. because it's good barbecue and anytime you can find like like fried okra that actually tastes yeah. really really good, um, you that's that's where you know for sure if it starts with that and you have an app that's a fried okra and it's top notch. Anything else, it doesn't matter what's on the menu, it's going to be good. Oh, that's good to know. That's usually about it. If they can do that really well, then they can do anything else that's really awesome. well. I have been on the hunt for fried okra. I had it <laughs> once when I was like on a trip in the South, and yeah. I was like, what is this? This is amazing. But then you can't find it anywhere. And no. I've seen okra in the store, but like, yeah. I'm not going to try to attempt no. to make that. I've only had it in New Orleans. Really? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a unique... It's like very specific to that region. I feel yeah, like. it's. I would say I I can't make it myself. I try to, but it, you know I, I don't even think even my mom really made that herself. But anytime there's a cookout or someone brings it in mm-hmm. Kentucky, someone has it's it. A it's a yeah, it's a staple. Same thing with pecan pie. Um, oh, yeah. I call it. I say. I say it pecan now, but I always call it pecan. <laughs> but <laughs> it's more fun to it's say a pecan. It's a debate. I call it it's yeah. pecan, <laughs> and it's caramel. But that's another story. Yeah, that's a topic for a different yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> but if they have a good pecan pie, that is is that's that takes you to another level, and that place definitely does. And they have like this salted caramel ice cream that comes yeah. with it. It's it's hard not to to want even if you're on the best diet yeah. it's a pretty decent amount i feel like we yeah. should just go there after yeah. oh yeah that you sounds have so to good go. you have to go aren't yeah, they opening place. up a location in the north loop i believe so I oh think no was it. really yeah. yeah i think over there by um was it um bassett creek i think over there is where they're having yeah. oh wow that's where i go for lunch it's gonna make lunch really tough <laughs> yes yeah. lunch breakfast lunch and dinner especially if they have a breakfast it's gonna be oh bright. yeah i'll be there all the time so you were at the Wolves. How long were you with them? For about two and a half seasons. Oh, okay. Seasons. What was your position there? So I was actually doing a lot with um, with membership. So gotcha. it was like a whole different division of, you know, not just tickets. It wasn't just people who were trying to like, oh, I'm just going to buy tickets. We wanted to give them a whole experience. Cool. And I think that was something that uh, that lacked a little bit with the organization itself. Um, sorry if whoever's listening to this. Uh, <laughs> that um, getting people more involved yeah. with not only just you know 
getting them to the games, but getting them within the community, understanding the inventory of things that they can utilize within the arena. Um, so like suites and stuff, um, you know, having meetings on the court, being able to see, you know, meet some of the players, meet some of the staff, yeah. stuff like that. Um, and that was kind of something new that the NBA, not even say the NBA, a lot of sports were trying to do is create like a full experience, mm-hmm. not just like, hey, you buy a ticket and come to, know, a game. come to a game, you know, maybe if you get closer down to the court at the end of the game, you might be able to high five a player yeah. or something like that. I think sports want it to be more intimate because, you know, at that point when you're around the players or, or whatever, you're you're hoping that you can, you know, just touch their hand, you know, yeah. touch their yeah. hand or something like that. <laughs> yeah. But we wanted to not only just get the player, get them involved with the players, get them involved with the whole organization, just the Timberwolves. And, of course, you had the Lynx as well. Yeah. Which, in my opinion, is the champion of all of Minnesota sports. Ah, uh, yes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> in my yeah. opinion. But yeah, not only that, just get them all involved with all the teams, um, the whole entire organization within the community, and um, and and just try to to broaden just their whole experience with not just going to the games, but just being a part of the organization. So um, it was fun. It was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of challenge as well because the team wasn't that great. Um, but that was the whole point. We we didn't want it wasn't about wins and losses. We were trying to get them, you know, more familiar with just what the organization is itself. Yeah, and I feel like you can see that impact like in the last two years, yeah. especially now. Yeah. And we're like the clubhouse, um, that whole experience has like totally changed. Well, absolutely. And whatnot. And then I feel like just their impact in the community as well is like really, really progressed. So, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy just to see what how it's progressed since I when I was there until where it's at now. And my best friend who still works there right now and, and he's always grinding and I would say basically he's like a minority owner of the organization <laughs> at this point. But like we talk about it a lot, just how much everything has changed from the time that we got there. But then seeing some of the people that actually bought in to yeah. the experience and now they're still there yeah. and how much they're like, wow, like four years, six years from, from today when we first came in, we thought you guys were crazy yeah. <laughs> talking about how things were going to change yeah. within the organization. And now we're actually seeing it. So yeah. it's really cool just knowing how, you know, both teams have evolved. Um, the ownership has evolved. Target Center has rebranded. Target yeah. Center has re, you know, um, remodeled. So it's 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 a cool thing to see. And no one else was a part of it back then. Would love to still be part of it, but I'm living vicariously through my friends. So yes, you're exactly. on the vanguard. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. So what? At what point did you think to yourself, "Huh, I might want to be a real estate agent"? As I mentioned, I had a lot of contacts when I worked with the Wolves, but just in general, when I worked with, in sports marketing and even in healthcare marketing as well, it, it, I met a lot of really cool people who had a lot of interest in real estate. And I remember there was one of my, one of my clients that I had and he was always great. Anytime I would say, hey, do you want this? Or hey, would you like to do this? And he was just like, I can't say no to you. <laughs> and yeah, I, that's a fair statement. <laughs> which is good for me, I guess. But uh, he, he, he mentioned that. He was like, you know what? You should, you should be either a lawyer or you should be in real estate. And I was just like, I'm not going back to school. <laughs> yeah. Real estate's an easier so option. Real estate seems, it's fairly easy. And the, the cool thing about that is my parents have owned property in small town Kentucky for a long time. And and my mom has even mentioned that previously before. She was like, you're just a good talker. You can get anybody to, to you know, to buy anything. You can, you know, kind of influence them to, to do whatever because you make a good relationships with them. And and she had mentioned, she's like, you should 
be able to do this so it makes our job easier when we're managing properties or whatever. In my mind back then, I was like, no, this you maybe mow yards for those properties early mornings on Saturdays yeah. enough. Like, I'm not trying to do anything else for free. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, and then maybe we'll talk. Yeah. 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 But the, the, the best thing about it is that they groomed me really to understand property management, but then also to understand what the real estate market is, is like as well. And especially during the pandemic had came and then I had just extra time. I believe all of us had extra time. And instead of making sourdough bread, I was like, Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say. I apologize. We probably both tried to make sourdough bread. <laughs> I probably thought about it at that point. Maybe I was making cookies. More than yeah, right. Or banana bread. bread. That was the other big I one. I did do that. Yeah. Failed, but it's okay. <laughs> uh, I literally was thinking, what can I do? What is something that I can like have a little bit of my time and actually like, you know, maybe profit off of it. And I immediately just thought of that. I was like, you know what? Maybe I should just get my license. I'm just gonna try it. And I talked to my mom about it. She was like, you should have done this a long time ago. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I was like, oh, moms. <laughs> yes, but I'm doing it now. Yeah. I'm trying to do it now. And um, it let me know, it's like, wow, this is, this is a lot of this information I'm kind of familiar with right now. So it was, I wouldn't say easy, obviously. This, the test was crazy, taking two tests. Mm -hmm. But when I got it done, and I got it done so quickly, then I was thinking like, oh, maybe I should do something with it now. Okay, let's, let's start. And then I, when I talked to my mom again, and she got me in contact with one of her friends who were the, um, the agent on some of the properties that they would buy. And he kind of was like, yeah, this is what you need to do. You need to kind of recruit a little bit, mm -hmm. like, you know, see what uh, agency actually makes sense to you and um, and then, you know, jump on board. So that's immediately what I did. I was just like going through, looking at agencies, looking at listings and seeing who had the most listings. And I was already downtown. Yeah. So I was like, why do I see DRG on everything? Yeah. So at that time, you're I, welcome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So eleven, I appreciate you. Like you know, you targeted me, and now uh, I'm yes. working with you. This is Worked weird. Out well. This yeah. is so weird. Full it's a, circle. It's a full circle. Yeah. You guys tricked me. But so yeah, I looked at that, and I immediately uh, reached out to uh, to our broker Joe, and just told him my story and told him what I thought, and you know where I'm at, and we had a really really good conversation, and. It ended up to where, yeah, I'm here sitting with you guys. Yeah. Would you guys trick me to? <laughs> it was all part of my plan. It was all part of the plan. Yeah. So it worked out yeah. perfectly. Now it's a little over a year, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Which is crazy. Yeah. How was your first year? Wow. That's all I have to say is wow. Because for one, I, I never expected to get going so quickly. You know, I was just thinking being from corporate America, being in sports marketing and things like that for, you know, since graduating, it's been so buttoned up on everything and you go through months of training and before they take the training wheels off, you know, they're really trying to make sure you understand everything that's going on. And when I got started, it was like, all right, are you doing an open house this weekend? And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> Let's start with the basics. What is an open yeah, house? What does that mean? Do I need to do this? <laughs> whose house am I opening? Like, do they know I'm going to be there? Like, what's the deal? So, you know, just, just dove right in and, um, and just started. And, you know, I was kind of like a, a deer, just like in headlights. I hate making that reference because it's so terrible and it scares me too. <laughs> but I knew nothing, absolutely nothing. And I look at that to where I'm at today and I was just like, wow, that's so much of a different person than where I am today. And I've always had 
good confidence. And I think even at that point, I, you know, I was faking confidence, like I knew everything. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I feel where I'm at today, just where from, from then, it's just really night and day. But I've learned so much and I'm still learning. That's the best thing about it is that I would say this as a career, I literally can tell you that every single day I've learned something. Yeah. Something awesome. new. It's always something new. Um, and I'm always meeting new people. And then, you know, me being my, my best habit is just, you know, talking to people. It's, it's kind of like fulfilled every single thing that I've wanted. So I love it. It's, it's, it's fun. It's I feel like I've been in within 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's only been like a little over. I know. And the last year has also been a crazy year yeah, in terms of the market. You entered oh at, a, at a weird time. Yeah. yeah. And then, yeah, so where you started, yeah. I mean, just like rates alone or whatever. And like the I would, prices have gone up versus I, where it's at now. Yeah. it's it, So much has happened, right? It's <laughs> like you, you know, I got started, pandemic was going on. Yeah. So that was kind of weird. People were weird about going in someone's house and, yeah. you know, there was rules about that. Uh, and then, you know, the, the, the market just went, just shot straight up and less inventory and people were just, there's bidding wars on everything. Um, you know, and, and then of course you got rates that now coming up. So I feel like I've been in the mix of everything, uh, so far, which is so funny because it's like, I talked to some of the other agents and they're like, yeah, this is just a, I've never experienced this before. I was like, this is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, this is fun. This is exciting. And everyone's like. This is crazy. It's the wild, wild yeah. west out there. You know? If you can ride this wave, I yeah. mean, come five years from now when things are a little bit more settled out, like yeah. where you're going to be. Yeah. You know? It's kind of a sink or swim last True. couple of years. Yeah. So. I think you, like at this point in, in the business, especially if you're getting around, if you got started at this point within the business, if you're able to survive and, and you're able to succeed, I, in my opinion, I feel that once things start to start, like kind of level out itself out, you've kind of hit the worst case scenarios mm -hmm. in a way. Um, because, you know, when you have rates increase, when you have low inventory and you have prices that are high, those are all things that go against every single buyer. Um, but then also the same thing with sellers, working with sellers too, they're kind of overwhelmed because, you know, yes, everyone wants to get multiple offers, mm -hmm. but when you sit down at a desk and you're like, all right, let me get the all 20 of these offers. Let's spread them <laughs> yeah. all out and let's talk about which one works best for you. And every offer is structured differently. Right. A seller's like, why can't I just get one really good offer yeah. and be done with it? Yeah. There's so many variables, <laughs> yeah. which is like why it's important to have a real estate agent Absolutely. because then you can guide them towards picking the right offer when they have 20. Oh yeah. And they all range, not just on price, yeah. but all the other many factors. I just remember to kind of go back to when you first started, when I met you a little over a year ago, I would say, you know, I've been in and around real estate for like almost a decade now. So I met a lot of new agents coming in and Troy and I, when we first met you, like immediately knew that you were going to just crush at real estate. We met you once, like maybe via Zoom and we come into the office, you greet us by name, you're already chatting with us. And I'm like, if that confidence was faked, you had us fooled. Because we were just like, wow, this kid really knows what he's doing. It was like you were made to be in sales and to be in real estate. Oh, I appreciate that. I think more for me, for one, about the name thing, my name is Jerron, people pretty much pronounce it all the time. Sure. So I always make it a habit to make sure I understand everyone's names. Yeah. Like it's just always been my thing. Like I know people from back home 
who has known like maybe teachers or whatever, and they'll still call me Jaren. Oh god. Still to this day. I'm like, you've known me. Yeah. I don't know how long. I'm like, why is it so hard? And it just feels like <laughs> really rude. Yeah, it's, it's, rude. it's just a name. I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, I, and like I said, I, I I love people and I think having my parents, you know, from what they've been, my dad's been a volunteer firefighter for as long as I've known. So he knows everyone within the city. Yeah. My mom was a secretary for the mayor for a long time. So oh, she knows everyone within the city. So I, there wasn't a person that came up to me that I went up to that I didn't really know. Yeah. So I wasn't really shy at all. That's amazing. But, wow. Um, but that also is like, it's easy to see why you had a successful first year when you like communicate with people that yeah. way. Probably because I just enjoy it, which is a problem. Yeah. It's very genuine. It's a problem. Yes. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I enjoy talking. I know. Much. When we have meetings, I just end up feeling like, oh, I just want to sit and chat with Ron for an hour. I don't actually want to get any work It'll done. I haven't hours. looked at like how long we've been going now. I know. Just me either. <laughs> I feel like we just started. So. I know. Yeah, yeah. But that is like something that is very like special and unique about you yeah, as a person. That. I appreciate that. Well, you guys make it easy. Oh. It's easy to work with. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we well, try. Yeah, yeah, speaking of, I'd love for you to just touch on, so we started working with you and we reached out to you and wanted to create a partnership because mm -hmm. we know the importance, or we believe in the importance of having a strong personal brand for mm -hmm. real estate agent. Mm -hmm. And I'd love for you to just talk about what impact that was able to make in your first year mm -hmm. being new to the industry and yeah. connecting with your sphere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I think the biggest thing for me is that understanding that marketing matters and marketing works it's just how you're able to do it but i didn't know within this um industry and you guys helped me understand that about how much your personal brand mm -hmm. like really really matters like obviously being with um you know being with drg helps with that but if i'm not promoting myself and the things that i'm doing it doesn't matter it, you know people are just gonna be like oh well he's just a normal realtor he just mm -hmm. does what everybody else does so you guys helped me understand, like, how do you separate yourself from everybody else and what type of information you provide to them? Um, and I just bought into that 100%. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, yes, yes, I agree. I agree. Like, how do I make me bigger? Like, yes. Mm -hmm. And which is hard because I always try to do that just personally. It's like make me my brand personally bigger. Um, and I think it's just the biggest thing for me, what I completely understood, what I didn't understand, I assumed that anybody who was friends with me or knew me, they just was like, oh, yeah, he's a realtor. I'm going to start working yeah. with him. No right. Yeah. And that's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Completely wrong. Because it's hard to separate that friendship or that family and then transition it to a business relationship mm -hmm. without them truly knowing, like, is he good? Like, right. Like, does he know what he's talking about? What is he working on? Like, you know, is he, you know, experienced, things like that. So the my first two transactions were within my sphere. So I knew at that point that the marketing was working mm. because I didn't, it's not like that I went to them and just said, Hey, mm -hmm. like, I know you're ready to buy a house. I know yeah. you're ready to think about selling your house because one was buy, one was, was sell. But I think after I built that image and got that experience on social media and within newsletters because both of them were in my newsletter because I put them in there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, it made sense for me to, um, to continue and doing those same things and continue to 
you know, keep the traction with so, with um, with Instagram, keep the traction with Facebook, keep the traction with targeted emails and things like that. Because yeah, it worked with my friends who did not directly reach out to me first and say, I might be interested in selling my place or I might be mm-hmm. interested in buying. It took a little bit of time for them to see what I was doing, for them to say, okay, yeah, I think it's now it's now right time to to, to do and and contact you and yeah, see 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 what you're about. Yeah, and you built up that trust with like putting their yeah. stuff out there and being on like stories or Instagram yeah. or and then um and e newsletters and yeah. so people one, they see that you're out in the community. And then yeah. two, when you send out value content like you do, they like know that, oh, yeah. he knows what he's talking about. He knows <laughs> the ins and outs of this industry. Yeah. You might even say that it's a slam dunk. There, <laughs> there it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we liked that. Yeah. Okay. So, so we were avoiding sports track. I know, I know. <laughs> I had to just bring it back. You know, yeah, well, you, did, you did a great job doing Thank it, you. that's for sure. <laughs> so, Jerron, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Yeah, absolutely. You can find me on uh, Instagram, Agent Smith Realtor, Facebook, same thing. Um, I probably have you on my newsletter, so you'll probably see <laughs> that too. But uh, otherwise, you definitely can catch me on Washington in front of Freehouse. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks again for being here, and uh, we'll talk soon. My pleasure. Thank you. These go to 11.